0: This is QNN, your community network news, bringing you the latest in LGBTIQA news and sport from Australia and the world. Celebrating 15 years on air thanks to Australia's only rainbow
1: community media organisation, Joy.
0: Hi there, I'm Matthew Wade and this is your QNN update. Two candidates who have a history of making anti LGBTIQ statements failed in their bid to get elected to the New South Wales Parliament. Reverend Fred Nile lost his New South Wales upper house seat, which he had held for over 44 years, while Lyle Shelton failed in his bid to get elected to parliament. Nile has for years famously prayed for rain during the Sydney Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras celebrations and referred to homosexuality as a life choice, while Shelton has targeted everything from rainbow flags to drag queen story time. Australian news site Crikey has unpublished and apologised for a series of articles titled China's Queer Purge which was filled with unsubstantiated and unlikely claims. Crikey justified purging the series based on experts quoted in the series citing concerns they had been quoted on the record without their consent or that their quotes had been mischaracterised or taken out of context. The freelance author of the series sourced most of his information from the Australian Strategic Policy Institute, a defence and strategic policy think tank founded by John Howard with revenue of at least $10 million a year. One Nation MP Mark Latham has doubled down and refused to apologise for a now-deleted homophobic tweet about independent MP for Sydney Alex Greenwich. The tweet sparked outrage and politicians across the board, including his own party leader Pauline Hanson, have condemned him. After disappearing for more than 24 hours after the initial tweet, Latham returned to Twitter on Friday with a retweet of a study from Columbia University. Never apologise, never explain, turns out to be right, he tweeted, matching the article's title. Sydney based drag queen Barbie Ganoush has instantly risen to icon status after taking the stage in Posey Parker Drag recently. Posey Parker has climbed to national infamy over the past two weeks for parading around Australia and New Zealand on her national tour to promote anti-trans propaganda. Barbie Ganoush, clad in a hot pink power suit emblazoned with the words, adult human drag queen, was serving Posey Parker realness. And national lobby group Just Equal Australia has called on Foreign Minister Penny Wong to speak out against Uganda's sweeping new laws against LGBTIQA people. The Ugandan parliament last week passed a bill ensuring that people who identify as gay risk life imprisonment, a situation that can include the death penalty. That was your news update. Now to Jacqueline with your sport report.
1: The Formula One Australian Grand Prix in Melbourne is continuing to drive change in welcoming the LGBTQIA plus community to motorsport. Racing Pride Director and Alfa Romeo CFD Engineer Christina Emanuelides spoke spoken at an official off-track public event in the Tech Cup sharing her experience. Australian Grand Prix Corporation's Chief Executive Officer Andrew Westercott spoke to q and about the importance of inclusivity. We've got a very, very strong approach to inclusiveness at the corporation. It is a conscious part of the role that we need to play as an event and a leading event in State in the country, I couldn't be prouder of the work that the team does in this particular area. Xander Murray, Scotland's first openly gay male footballer since Justin Fashionou in the 1990s, spoke on Joy 94.9 Sideline Extra Time about the positive impact he's having on future generations. The 31-year-old striker says the strip he wore when he came out publicly and scored his 100th career goal with Ferry Dean Rovers is now a museum piece in the National Football Museum in Manchester. When I knew I was gay and there was no role models like me, I knew how tough it was, but now to help other young people, when if they're going in that museum and they can see my strip and be like, oh, there is someone like me. English football team Truck United is the first all-trans masculine team to play a football match against a cis men's team in Europe. The match took place on Trans Day of Visibility against Dulwich Hamlet in front of a crowd of 500 supporters in London. And it is reported that while speaking at an event in Perth, AFL CEO Gillian McLaughlin revealed players in the men's code are not publicly coming out due to the pressure of being the first in the league. Pride Cup CEO Haley Conway responded, saying Pride Cup is ready to walk the journey with the AFL to create safer environments for players to come out.
0: Thanks, Jacqueline. That's what's making news in the LGBTI QA community this week. The QNN team will be back here next week or you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for QNN. I'm Matthew Wade. QNN was recorded at Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Tune in to Joy 94.9 FM in Melbourne, joy.org.au or via the Joy app. N is distributed across the community radio network with thanks to the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia.